First off, we need to thank Gareth Packham for this episode. We put a poll out there and um, it was his suggestion that won. So cheers, Gareth. We're going to talk about movies that cannot be remade. So, you know, this this is kind of a loaded question, I guess, because are we talking movies that came out that are impossible to be remade in terms of you know, they have a hook that it just wouldn't work nowadays? Or are we talking about movies that can be remade, but they need serious reworking? Um, I've got a few to kick off with. I think that when we look at movies like Airplane now, although I personally love that movie, a lot of today's audiences would be kind of shocked, I guess, with some of the some of the jokes in there. I, I You know, it's one of those movies where as... Um, everybody gets it. So, you know, the likes of there's there's race jokes, there's gender jokes, there's sexuality jokes, there's mental health jokes, there's religious jokes. It's it's almost like nobody's safe watching this film. Mm -hmm. Um, Yet people still cite it as being one of the greatest comedies of all time. However, can it be remade, Frank? Airplane had every joke in it. That was that people talked about within their own household. I mean, Captain Over, you know, talking with with Billy <laughs> alone <laughs> would, would cause. But you know what? When people first see, but I have to say, people would go on YouTube and watch the reaction videos to Airplane when people first see it for the first time. There's no people up in arms and being disgusted about it. They all laugh and be like, "What?" Yeah. And you and I had that same reaction to certain parts of this movie. Yeah, I, I saw it in the cinema with my dad, you know, in, in, back in 1980, I think, when it came out. And, you know, I was embarrassed by the amount of laughing that he was doing. And a lot of the jokes, <laughs> I, we've, we've talked about this before, a lot of the jokes went over my head. And, you know, it's not until you carry on what I mean, I've seen it countless amounts of times. It's the gift that keeps on giving. You find something different every time you watch it. But can it be remade? Are you saying it can't be remade because it shouldn't be remade because it just needs to be preserved as it is? Or could it be remade nowadays by them rewriting it and making the jokes more politically correct, I guess? Both. Both. It can't be remade because of how perfect of a comedy it is, a smooth mm. comedy. Uh, and also, it can't be remade or redone and reimagined in the same way. And if it were to, it would be very boring. Mm. What else can you talk about that will not offend anybody? I know I know what you're saying. And, and uh, you know, we could also say the same about Police Academy as well. I watched mm-hmm. Police Academy fairly recently. <laughs> I was, uh, you know, Airplane doesn't shock me at all because it's so stupid. And when you go into it, it's so stupid that I don't think, you know, it's, I guess and young quick. kids nowadays. Yeah, and quick. I guess young kids nowadays could be offended by some of the jokes if they wanted to be. But Police Academy goes out of its way to be offensive, I think. Um, you know, some of the racial slurs, um, a homophobic gag that, li- that literally lasts the entire franchise. Um, Police Academy could be remade, I think. But again, it's one of those things that needs a, a, a complete rewrite. It needs bringing up to the 21st century. And, you know, you could do it, but 
I'm not sure it would work as a movie these days. You know, they did remake it. Did they? Yeah, it's called 21 Jump Street. I guess so. I never <laughs> thought of it that way, actually. I guess I guess they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. silly. It's silly. <laughs> so what have you got on your list? All right, so my first movie that can't be remade just because of the shock value it has, and everyone talks about it. We talk about it in the countless chat rooms, um, especially with our friend Dave McRae, and that is the Mel Brooks <laughs> classic Blazing Saddles. That's it. Yeah. You can't yeah. make that movie with today's climate. And that, and that was a movie written by someone who is of the Jewish faith and Richard Pryor, yeah. a black comedian. Yeah. And it made fun of everybody. Yeah. And, but unfortunately, it can't be redone. But a lot of people have called it a classic. And there's certain derogatory remarks that are offensive in there. But back then, they did not see it as that. It was mm. just a way of taking a words words that were supposed to be harmful and lessen them mm. to what their actual meaning was. Yeah. And it it's still it's still comedy and people still love it and they still find it amusing, but it just can't be remade in no studio. If I would say no <clears throat> excuse me. I would say if a studio was presented a script that was just like Blazing Saddles they would show them the door very quick. Yeah, uh, you, yeah. can't, you can't make it again. And it, again, should be left. Should be preserved and left. It, you know, again, there, there are certain movies that came out, particularly in the 80s, 70s and 80s, which are, are great movies, but, you know, have these kind of uh, jokes now and again. And the movies, or, or characters even, and yet the movie would still work had those characters not have been there. And I'm thinking of, of, of things like, you know, we, we spoke about before, like 16 Candles. And whilst we enjoy the movie itself, and I've kind of fond memories of it from when we were younger, um, it's obviously a, a, an important part of John Hughes's career. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I guess we're all in agreement that the movie would work without Long Duck Dong, who <laughs> is this incredibly stereotyped Asian character who kind of is peppered throughout the movie for no real reason. Um, he doesn't really have any kind of impact on the plot whatsoever. He's just a kind of stooge that's uh, that, that's there for cheap laughs. And also, every time he, he comes on screen, you get this huge gong noise, you know, just... <laughs> little emphasis. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look like you were frozen then. Um, yeah, a little emphasis on, 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 on his character and, and his heritage. Um if you you could lift that that character out of the movie completely, re, cut you know cut around him, and that film would still work. Um, and so, yeah, that Sixteen Candles is something that could be remade today. Whereas, like you say, Blazing Saddles would be pretty difficult to do something like that nowadays, just because of the the the, the story and 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 the hook of the movie. How about you? What what what, what do you feel about the Sixteen Candles thing? It it does it doesn't bother me. Uh, because they 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 have a character that matched they they had the actor that matched the character. Mm-hmm. Now, when I saw that movie, I was like, okay, it's just he's just emphasizing that there's a exchange student, and he's and he's quite yeah. horny. <laughs> <laughs> but if you take somebody like Mickey Rourke, who did something like Breakfast at Tiffany's, you're pushing Mickey him. Rooney, whatever. <laughs> Him too. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll say that again. Um, 
it, it, you, I'll wait till you stop laughing because you think it's going to be bad. <laughs> um, you, you take a character like Mickey Rooney, who did Breakfast at Tiffany's pretending he was someone from Asia. That was a little offensive, even for, for me in the 80s, <clears> where everything was kind of... Because a lot of people didn't want the depiction of their heritage to be something that other people were depicting and not knowing about. And yeah, Mickey yeah. Rooney in Breakfast at Tiffany's is just offensive. <laughs> That's offensive. Uh, and and 16, stupid. And stupid. Yeah, it was just completely <laughs> stupid. But it is a coming-of-age story, I think, for everybody in that movie. And I think this movie is actually of it's, it's a good movie. No matter what people think about it, and it can't be remade. I think every person experienced mm. in their in their school, you know, yeah, yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Where you got next? My next is a movie that can never be remade because it's that good, and that's Jaws. I'm going <laughs> to leave it at that. No explanation. I don't think we need an explanation <laughs> because it's been explained on how good this movie is to death, and everyone knows it is uh, it is good. Um, and plus, Darren and I have mentioned we have owned more copies of Jaws than any other movie because every time something new comes out, whether it's going to be on the 4K that just got released or even in the future, it's probably going to be an 8K and then a 16K and then a 32K. <laughs> and then all of a sudden we're swimming and trying to help Quint in our virtual reality, of trying to get him out of shark's, the shark's mouth. Uh, Jaws can never, ever, <laughs> ever be remade because it is the perfect summer blockbuster and that's it we'll get sucking in always yep it's it's when it's on when we're not watching it when we buy a new media if it comes on streaming or if it's available on regular tv it's being watched isn't it yeah yeah of that's course it. jaws <laughs> okay so so this is this is this part where we have to kind of tiptoe around things mm -hmm. um you know and and Gareth mentioned in his um, uh, in his message to us that you know there are there are movies out there that can't be remade because the hook of the movie is you can't change it if you if 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 you if you change it then it's, it's something completely different uh, and none more so than Soul Man oh. uh, from the mid eighties. Directed by Steve Miner. I'd forgotten he directed this. Steve Miner did Friday the 13th Part 2 and 3 and H2O and and um, Lake Placid. Directed this kind of... Oh, like a jaw-dropping movie from the mid-80s. Offensive. Um, <laughs> offensive, yeah, completely. See Thomas um, Howell. Yeah, see, so, so for those of you who don't know, I don't want to put clips of Soul Man on here because no, we're just going to go down the wrong route and that's not fair. Um, so Soul Man, for those of you who haven't seen it, is is a movie about um, a, a, a white guy who has the opportunity to go to, to Harvard Law School, uh, played by, as Frank said, C. Thomas Howell. His dad refuses to pay his, his tuition fees, or his scholarship fees, whatever you want to call it, and he figures out that there's a loophole within the entry system, whereas you can get, uh, whereas Af African American um, people can get free scholarship. And so his way of entering Harvard Law School is to dress up. Oh, do I put 
It's to dress up. It's to dress up and pretend, and he uses blackface to pretend that he is a um, African American, and um, hence the title of the movie Soul Man. Now, I guess the lead. See, so see Thomas Howell in this character. It's it's kind of how do I put this now? He does kind of encounter sort of systemic racism that um, black people do encounter on on a daily basis. He experiences um, it, yeah. But he, he doesn't experience it. But those kind of good intentions from the filmmakers just do little to sort of counterbalance the sort of clumsy and <laughs> I guess horrific storyline that the you know that this this movie is or has. Yeah, it's. I have seen it. I did see it when it first came out as a, as a kind of twelve year old kid. I probably it probably didn't register with me at the time. Admittedly, you know, I I haven't seen it since. Although I have been reminded of it on a, on a few occasions, and I've watched the the YouTube trailers. And yeah, check check out just check out the trailers on YouTube. You won't believe it. Those of you who haven't seen the movie, you won't believe that a film like this exists. Um, and so, you know, this is a movie that can't be remade whatsoever because of the subject matter and the, mm-hmm. the hook of the story. Um, it just wouldn't work at all. It wouldn't work for anybody nowadays. Your thoughts, Frank? They couldn't make this today. I mean, mm. I don't think they could make White Chicks today. I don't think they could. They're recently uh, talking about doing another one. Oh, God. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just a terrible movie. It's just terrible. Um, but, but and that's even, why you wouldn't remake it. Yeah, it's just it's a terrible movie. Um, but it, you know what it is? It's for Soul Man. It's the undertones and what people assumed a certain part of society acted in is. Yeah, that was yeah. terrible. Yeah, um, yeah, it's almost like if somebody, ladies and gentlemen, if somebody took you personally and dressed themselves up to look and act like you, no matter what they look like. You would be offended about it because that is your interpretation of, that is their interpretation of you, and you know that's not how you are. That's what this movie is. It's a bad yeah. interpretation. Yeah. All right, now that Darren depressed everybody, uh, we're going. We to, had to talk about it. We, we had, had to, to talk about it. it. We, you it know, can't I, be remade. You're yeah. absolutely right. It, yeah. it's it's offensive on on every term on every yeah. basis of a movie. Yeah. Um, but for me, a movie that can't be remade because it is so good, and that is The Fugitive with Harrison Ford. And we have an Oscar winner in it, you know. Which uh, is a remake itself. Off the TV show. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But the movie did so well. And there's so, you, you know, The Fugitive is, uh, is not something new. It's the synopsis for a lot of movies have proven a criminal's innocence and yeah. another uh, an old, a law enforcement person chasing him. It's It's been yeah. done a hundred times. Mm-hmm. But it's something about this movie. It's the interaction with Harrison Ford as uh, Dr. Kimball and uh, Tommy Lee Jones, who won the Oscar uh, for this movie. It's the interaction and the dynamic they had together that made this movie so well, which I don't think we'll ever get again. That's I mean, a good choice. A different you enjoy The Fugitive. On. I did. I absolutely did. Yeah, and that's um, an interesting spin on you know a movie that can't be remade. It's a personal choice. There's no um, you know there's there's nothing. If you wanted to remake it, you could. I just think you know that's your personal 
That's, mm-hmm. that's a movie for you that shouldn't be remade, right? Yes. Um, yeah. and, and there are loads of those for me as well. You know, I can think of quite a, a number of movies that Halloween should have never been remade. That was just ridiculous, you know. Um, you know, Indiana Jones, my, imagine remaking them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, <laughs> and, you know, if I had my way, then something like the Superman would have never have been remade, you know. Ah, the, the, leave <laughs> it, yep. yep. <laughs> Interesting choice. I'm going to kind of... I've, do you have more to talk about? I have one more, but go okay. Ahead. So let me get my last one in because yes. my last one again is another tough one to talk about. So we'll get that out of the way. And you'll be the you're, you're the Debbie Downer, and I'm the upper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there is a movie, and this is just absolutely just ridiculous. The movie wasn't that successful at the time, um, but there is a movie from about 1982 with with Ryan O'Neill and John Hurt called Partners, and it is a kind of spoof of the Al Pacino film Cruising, where he goes undercover in the in the in the gay community and and to investigate um, a bunch of murders. This again is a similar sort of setup, although this time we have two cops. Actually, one's a kind of clerk within the police station. So we have Ryan O'Neill, a heterosexual detective, and John Hurt playing this kind of um, quite camp homosexual um, clerk. Um, and they're ordered to go undercover as a couple to solve a series of murders in the gay community. This this, this movie's just naff. It's it's again stupid and uh, a, a offensive on many levels uh, to not not just not just gay people, but just to 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 everybody. I think there's even racism in there and all that sort of stuff. Typical early eighties stuff. The the one thing that that really strikes me is, is I mean before you even see this movie you just got to take a look at the movie poster. Um, let me put that up now. Here we go. <laughs> and whilst <laughs> you're not supposed to laugh, Frank, <laughs> it's just ridiculous because it's just it's just... <laughs> John Hurt there with the hairdryer instead of a gun. Yeah, again, this is a movie that has a hook um, that that you couldn't remake because even if you tried to remake it or try to rewrite it or reimagine it or reboot it or re, re redux it or whatever you want to call it, it's just not going to work because the the plot itself is offensive. <laughs> so you know, I I I mean, you can dig out a, a ton of these movies. I mean, a lot of the kind of eighties. Sex comedies would never be remade. The likes of mm-hmm. Porky's and Bachelor Party, and you know, whilst we have fond memories of a lot of these films, when we look at them now, you go like, "Yeah, yeah, drilling holes in walls and spying on women is it's not that good in today's climate, is it?" So you know, partners, it's okay for Norman Bates. It's a, yeah, it's okay for him, um, but yeah, Partners. I think James Burroughs directed it. Who was the guy behind a lot of the cheers episodes mm-hmm. um partners although it wasn't well known it wasn't successful at the time is a, is an example of a movie that we just you know you, you couldn't remake it or or even attempt to attempt to make a film like that these days by what you i, I never seen this movie and uh when he showed me the poster you know before this it was it was quite funny because it is ridiculous um it reminded me uh just from what you're telling me of the plot of i now pronounce you chuck and larry <laughs> yeah and yeah. that's that's yeah. even more recent i mean that was yeah. in the last decade 
I don't think even a movie like that could be redone now. Maybe it could because it was, it's, it's, they were pretending because of a health issue. Yeah. Getting health benefits. Yeah. Yeah. And he had to prove that he was married. And you know what? It didn't say whether or not it was a husband or wife couple. It just says you have to have a partner. Mm. And this was during the time where having a union ship was still. In some states over here in the U.S., it was still questionable. What's the definition of a marriage versus a union partnership? Mm. And so it went around, like most of our movies, it went around with what the current time is. Blazing Saddles, you know, Soul Man, current time, and even this movie, Partners. It was the current uh, climate at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't think even Chuck and Larry could be done right now. But it sounds like that. It's interesting that you bring up Chuck and Larry, because if you think about it, you know, an Oscar-winning movie such as Tootsie, um, would that be cool to remake these days? A a struggling actor who can't get a role and so dresses as a woman in order to get roles. What about Mrs. Doubtfire? uh, (laughs) Now we're going down all sorts of wormholes now. We need to make fun of not only geriatrics. Yeah, <laughs> but that was a guy in order to see his kids. Yeah, exactly. It's interesting, isn't it? You know, a lot of these films. I mean, personally, I'm not somebody who's easily offended by things, no. No. and so, but I am sympathetic to other people's views on the on this stuff. Um, I think, and yeah, I mean, where do you stop? Where do you draw the line? It's it's interesting. Stuff for me, you know, uh, is like, you know, I spit on your grave, Mother's Day, and uh, Last House on the Left. And you could, and the girl with the, was it the girl with the dragon tattoo? Mm. You know, it's, there's some scenes in there that to me are just very offensive. And we all know what scenes I'm probably talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, that's to me, that, that's offensive. But being remade, you can remake a horror movie as many times as you want. But with some of these comedies, you know, and and should it? Can it? But there's some great movies out there. But there's some good. There's some good ideas there that if you just tell it in a certain way, it'll be. It should be okay. Like one of my favorite movies. I'll give everybody an example really quick before I get to my last one. One of my favorite movies of all time, and probably in my top twenty, is with Gene Hackman and William Dafoe, called Mississippi Burning. Yes. Yeah, and it Great deals film. with it deals with it first starts out with uh, two black activists and a Jewish activist of the Jewish faith that get murdered. It's U.S. history. It's it's mm. history. It's it's based upon what happened to these uh, poor people, and Gene Hackman and William going down to uh, Wilhelm going down to uh, Mississippi and investigating these deaths and looking at the segregation and Gene Hackman and and everybody becoming disgusted and wanting to find out what happened. I think Gene Hackman gave a performance of a lifetime Mm. in this movie. It's a movie that I I get sad about, but I enjoy the performances in it. No, absolutely. We all have movies like that. You know, you could talk about Schindler's List. Could that ever be remade? I mean, it's 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 a movie that's it's it's still World War II and the atrocity the atrocities of of what happened during that war are still being retold. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you know, and it's it's is it offensive to some people? Sure, but I think when it comes down to history, it should always be re- retold, no matter how offensive it is. Yeah, yeah. But something like yeah, Soul Man. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> or lesbian vampires, but that was our last episode. <laughs> lesbian vampire killers. <laughs> okay, what's your final one before we My, go completely off the rails yeah. here? <laughs> and we start tearing up. Um, <laughs> my last one is probably the ultimate prison movie of all time that cannot, it's lightning in the bottle. It cannot be remade again or retold in the same way. But some people could probably say, well, there's other movies out there like it. And that's the Shawshank Redemption. Interesting. Can't. Can't. I don't think it ever could, but then a lot of people say, well, the Green Mile is basically the same thing. Well, no, it's not. Mm. Uh, it's It has everything in there. It has you know a, a guy who was framed, You know him just surviving. It has a sadistic warden and uh, captain of the guards. Uh, it has everything. It is based upon the Stephen King book, but Frank Darabont brought it to screen uh, in, a, in a perfect way. So, yeah, I think it's a movie that can't ever ever should be remade or retold or like you said reduxed in a, in a way that it could be made for the screen it's just yeah, a perfect yeah. perfect prison movie and a good movie that it's a feel-good movie i would think about mm. two friends no i agree it's it's uh, and i when i first saw that movie i had no idea what i was watching i worked in a cinema me too yep <clears throat> in north london and um, as a, I was a projectionist, and it was my job to to check the movies before they went out to the public. And um, this movie you sat came through in that late. whole movie. I did this 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 movie came in late in the day, and it was a long film. And I spoke to the manager, and I said, "Look, I'm going to make this film up. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to go down and watch it and make sure it's the, the print is in good condition." So I I went down there and I watched the film and I was just like, my God, this is just incredible. It's that bit at the end with with Tim Robbins um, when he finally breaks out and he's kneeling in the water and and cheering with his hands up in the air and the rain's coming down on him, the the moonlight's on him. And you feel like doing the same thing yourself. The relief that you have as a viewer and that that he has as as a... a wrongly convicted murderer getting out of that prison is just incredible. It's it's a you know I know everybody bangs on about Shawshank Redemption and and rightly so, but you know that first time that I saw it, um, no one had heard about it uh, no. really, you know, and and knew how good it was. Um, and so going around and telling people about it the next, the, the, you know, you got to see this film, The Shawshank Redemption. The, the short, no one could remember the title. No. <laughs> no, and the worst thing was that no one went to see it. Yes. You know, The Shawshank yep. Redemption is a movie that everybody's discovered since the theatrical release. And so it's such a shame that people didn't experience it on the big screen like that. And even when it was nominated for awards and, and Oscars and BAFTAs and everything else that came along with it, and I don't think it won too many... Not even that publicity. Usually, you get like a spike in cinema going uh, of certain titles when the, after the nominations come and out, and they throw it back in the cinema. Yeah, exactly. They chuck it back out there, and it, it did nothing for it. It was just one of these things that just happened by word of mouth over time, and now it's one of those movies that everybody's seen and loves. Yeah, um, and it it came out when I was a kid. You know, I was a teenager. 
and according you know for me you know everything was horror and boobs and blood that's why mm-hmm. everything that's what i wanted and then yeah. as, as soon as my brain matured enough you know which, which was last month uh it it, <laughs> it <laughs> i learned to appreciate these movies now and when you s- sat down and you actually watch them and you're an adult and you have responsibilities and you can kind of i, I guess uh feel for the actors or the characters on the screen you kind of appreciate it a little bit more and you say you know what that's a damn fine movie i don't know why i didn't like it back then but it was a different it was a different time when it came yeah, out yeah yeah well, yeah so so ladies and gentlemen darren was depressing i was kind of hopeful uh being happy and hopeful <laughs> oh you know i thought it was you know this this was a it's, it's a tricky topic to discuss and i know we covered both you, ends we covered both ends of it, and and you know I thought long and hard about this overnight, and and chatted to my wife about it, and you know you probably won't see the full version that we're putting out. We'll still probably rein it in a little bit, I'm sure, but that's not to say that we've we found any of these these things amusing that we've talked about. It's just that we just want to be careful about what we say about them because there's a lot of people out there who sharpen knives when you talk about these things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and so yeah, I just wanted to make sure that what Gareth suggested to us, we've done it some justice. I think, I hope. Anyway, I believe so we covered because it like it kind of is a question that you can put on both sides of the spectrum. Are you talking about movies that are too perfect that can't be mm. remade again? You know, like Darren and I were talking about before this, Psycho. Psycho was remade, and it is shit. It was just awful. <laughs> or you talk about movies that are so offensive that it can't be remade, no matter mm. how much you retwerk it. And Darren, I think Darren and I both covered those sides, both sides of the coin there. I don't think I believe that any of these movies should be thrown on a pile and burnt and locked away or or anything like that no. people should check them out for themselves and and see whether you know whether they agree whether they think that the likes of soul band should be just left now and and partners should i mean nobody's seen partners yeah. anyway but um you know whether it's as offensive as we are making out or someone or someone disagreeing with us already there's there's our intro (laughs) whether it's as offensive as as we're talking about maybe you disagree maybe you think that everybody should be entitled to watch what the hell they want and enjoy what the hell they want but or is jaws too perfect is it too perfect (laughs) exactly or shawshank you know really a perfect prison movie or you know or the fugitive you know it's 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 what movie we want to hear what movie do you think can't be remade both with the current climate of what is today and also that it is too perfect of a movie. We want to hear both. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you know, like I say, drop your comments down below, like, and subscribe somewhere down underneath Frank there. there. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> like, and subscribe. And um, yeah. And also join our Facebook group. If you like as well, we have slaughtered land movie podcast, Facebook group, which is incredibly active um it's so active in fact that we've taken on some experts and moderators to 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 help us when through the hours when frank and i are sleeping um (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah we'll be back uh, pretty soon in a few days and we're gonna do uh, another 
um, subject which was suggested by our Facebook um, group, which thanks to John Ball. Um, we're going to do sympathetic movie villains. So that's going to be an interesting one. I, mm-hmm. I, I really came up with a lot of those. Um, so, yeah, we'll be talking about that next. And then, hopefully, our next episode of Cool Cruel Summers will be will be with us, which we can't wait to do. I'm away this weekend coming, so we haven't got time to record it then. But hopefully within the next 10 days, I guess, we should have something on that. And we're so, still in the summer. We're still in the summer season. We're still there. <laughs> yeah, we're still there. We should finish this by around about oh, 2023. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yes. Anyway, I'm going to say this first. Stick to the roads. And the best of luck. Goodbye. That was, that was, I felt icky. <laughs>